0: Salutations fartlek family and welcome to another episode of the what the Fartlet podcast we're now on series 4 and since October 2020 Matt and myself as well as our team have been bringing you some inspirational chats with our amazing running community and some assorted nonsense from us. Yeah if you've never listened to us before we've got a
1: huge back catalogue of episodes available for free on Spotify, Apple, Google or directly through our brand new website. Please do subscribe, leave us a rating and review if you enjoyed
0: the show today. Now, alongside our website, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. And we love to hear from you guys. If you've got any feedback, ideas or just fancy a natter, then find us, follow us and come and have a chat with us. All the links are in our bio.
1: Our community challenge is back for Series 4 as Rob, myself and editor Jack lead a team of runners to take on fun challenges and bank the most miles to be crowned champions. 140 people are taking part, but we always welcome new faces. It's free. It's fun.
0: So hit us up if you want to join in. And last but not least, we are supporting Prostate Cancer UK as our charity of the year. Please help us support the amazing work they do by checking out our Just Giving page and donating if you can. And with that being said, oh, go on, mate, you can do it this time. Really? Yeah, you've earned it. Get in. Hit the music! Are you alone
2: or a groupie? And you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're and a friendly gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world that both
3: like community. You're 17, 25, pushing 82. Come
2: along, join this is the place for you. Welcome to the world that both like community. Welcome to the world that both like
0: community. Uh, Matt. Hello. I've got a problem. <laughs> 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 okay. You wanna tell me this problem? This is where you're expecting me to start telling about <laughs> yeah. something it's to do so, with yeah. my sexual it's like performance. Or something like <laughs> <laughs> and then it just started burning. <laughs> 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 oh, Mate, today's gonna go really badly, isn't it? We've nice. had a, we've had a couple of beers, guys. I'm really sorry. We've been out with Neil Pacey and his and his lovely Mrs Debs, and we are yeah. a couple of beers deep, aren't we, mate? Yes. Uh, but you no, know, my my problem, Matt, is that I don't know how to start the show. Although we've kind of we've kind, kind of started, got there a little it? bit. Um, yeah, we normally start with dad joke, don't we? But we've kind of done the dad joke thing to death with dad joke week. We haven't we haven't done it to death.
1: Not all the
0: tractor. Don't no. We tra- no 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 no. Oh. Put your tractor back in your pocket. <sighs> So I don't, I don't know what we're going to do. Normally that's my go-to, if I can't think of what I'm going to do to open a show, I'll normally throw in a dad joke, but right. I think the dad jokes are just a little bit worn, so, so how, am I, how am I going to start? Uh, I've got it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome
1: to Series 4, Episode... Episode 3?
0: Yeah, it's 3. <laughs> <laughs> episode 3 of the What The Fault Like Podcast, my name's Matt. And I'm Rob, and ooh, that felt weird, but I liked it.
1: Oh, that was good, that
0: then. Shall we roll with that? We'll roll with it. Let's Fair do enough.
1: it. Let's do it. How are you doing, man? You are alright? I'm good, yes. I'm absolutely fantastic. The Beers have uh, put me in good spirits. Yep. I'm sat in here uh, downstairs, uh,
0: conservative-type thingy jobby. At <laughs> half ten at night. <laughs> at <laughs> half ten at night, recording a podcast. Yeah, love it. Love it. How are uh, you? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks, mate. Yeah, I'm a little bit tipsy, a little bit merry. Long day at work. It was nice to see Neil. Nice to see uh, Ben was out, Paul was out, uh, mm-hmm. Debs, Neil's missus. It was lovely. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, we have got loads to get through today, and we've got a really good episode planned. Why don't you tell our lovely Lake family exactly what is on the show today, Matthew? Uh, yes, we've got uh, th- three people on today. Three? Uh, three. Uh, four, including you.
1: Four. I don't include me. For the interview. Yes, so we've got a marathon round roundtable with to Awa. Jenna Wilkinson and Austin Shepherd. Howard Shepherd. That Howard, like, who's I, Howard I Shepherd? Who's Howard Shepherd? Austin <laughs> Shepherd. This is going tits up, isn't <laughs> this it? This is awful. Um, all ex-guests then, Mark? They are all, all, all episodes in their own right, so go back and give them a listen. Mm. All, all great, uh, great shows. So we got some hints
0: and tips on marathon running. Yeah, right? I
1: have yes, all that to come. All yep. that to come. Uh, we've got a summer showdown coming up. Yep, all that sort of stuff. Uh, Wildy Nation entrant.
0: No, we haven't. Oh,
1: yes, we have. It's been ages since I we've had a Wildy. I was that tempted to run around Rother Valley. What? <laughs> and kill one out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just for a bit of creative content.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're clutching at straws sometimes. You've been, you've been
0: saved, though, yes. We've, um, got, we've got a Wildy Nation entrant. Have, Brilliant. Yes.
1: Uh, and then Hero of the Week. And then thank you. Oh, and also... We're gonna be talking about a new segment. We're gonna be testing out uh, a little restaurant as well. So uh, keep your eyes pricked and your ears peeled Peel <laughs> for that.
0: <laughs> oh, mate, we're never allowed to drink before a show again. Um, okay, so before we get started, how's your week been? How's your running week been? It's
1: been it's been good, to be fair. You've started. actually run, it's, haven't it's you? My longest weekly mileage in about six months. So yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Uh, 20 odd miles I've managed to cover which has been, been a, yep. a good good shout and uh, we managed to get out of a long run on Sunday which was pretty grim but mm. we'll probably talk about that later <laughs> well should
0: we do do we talk about that do we think we need to tell people about what happened on our Sunday run because I don't think it's so, either of us are particularly proud of <laughs> they probably need to hear it though I think the thing for me is and we said this before when we were having a beer didn't we that when you go out on a run the great thing about running with somebody else mm-hmm is that if you are feeling particularly negative or you don't want to go on your run, you're feeling a bit down, you've got the power of positivity of another person with you, haven't you? Yeah. You've got somebody with you who's going to drag you along, who's going to make you feel um, it sort of... like almost Empowered. Empowered and almost like you don't want to moan. You don't want to say mm. that you don't want to do it because you don't want to kind of show yourself up. But the problem that we had is that um, we were both being... <laughs> negative money bastards. And so as a result, we ran twelve miles in what I can only describe as the saddest <laughs> least enthusiastic um run that I've ever been on. It was a bing run. That's it what was, it was. <laughs> a, oh, don't get me started on Bing. Don't get me started on Bing. Um it was it was a bing thing. It was just awful. It was like every like it's half a mile. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to do. I don't want to do this. I don't want do to be a... flop. Um, it was awful. It was just so bad. It, it didn't get better. <laughs> it was every mile that went by, I was like, no, no, no. I still hate this. <laughs> it was 12,
1: twelve miles. All these people are doing ultras, Race to the Stones, sixty-sixty odd mile <laughs> runs, and we. That
0: was that more. was the really humiliating bit, wasn't it? That I think we got to. Um, uh, halfway through the run, moaning the whole way round, that we didn't want to be doing it, and we realised that Scott and Kenny and <laughs> Jess and all our good friends were all doing a 100km race to the stones, and we couldn't do 12 miles around a lake.
1: Yeah, yeah we, we did do Junior Park run before, though, maybe that took it out of his legs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not proud of us. Uh, it's basically the end of that story. So, yeah. But apart from that, um, it was nice to get out, though. It's nice to be with you, sir. Mm. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was, it was fucking it was awful. Um, but we got out. We got it done, didn't we? That's yes. the important thing. Yeah. And we're, miles we're, in
1: the legs. Miles mal-
0: banked. Miles banked. And uh, we will uh, pull those out, withdraw them from the account at some point, I'm sure. Right. So that's good. Um, okay, so let's move on. I, I want to talk about The Wildy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Wildy Nation. It's been a while since we've had one, isn't it? It is, it has. And here's, if you are new to the show, if you've just started listening, you've not gone back through the back catalogue, well, you need you need to, why haven't you? <laughs> um, but uh, one of the uh, recurring themes of our show is that we uh, induct people into the Wildy Nation. We all know that occasionally <laughs> you might get caught short on a run. Mm. It happens to the best of us. It has. Awesome. And there is something very liberating about losing all your inhibitions <laughs> and just doing a poo in the woods i believe what <laughs> <It's laughs> you laughing at me for you've done it too and um, and i just think that embracing <laughs> i don't really know what i'm saying you're trying to pick this up mate. it's, it, it's <laughs> not it's just someone's done a poo in the woods and they've sent us a story about it so you should have a listen to it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. so this this is this is dave Um, uh, run Dave underscore run I believe on Instagram Mm. and he has been brave enough bless him he's a listener he's a a good dude and uh, he has sent us his wildy story so should we go have a listen to it yeah let's do it
4: hi Rob and Matt Um, hope you're all okay Um, loving the Fat X series I think you're all legends and I hear you're looking for a, a, a wildy story well i was going out for a run i it was going to be a long run and i was up to five miles my stomach was getting really tight i was in pain with it as i was uh, running i thought i'd stop and walk because i know it gets worse and as i thought there's a toilet like five minutes away may be able to make it but then it started hurting even more and i was looking for a bush looking for uh, like a bus stop to uh, do it in but then there was these three people or four people coming along and i was just looking looking into sky thinking that was something going on to make them look up in the sky as they went on i went on as well and there was this little bush <clears throat> in a garden and i went there and uh, yeah i bent down squatted down and it all came out running (laughs) and uh yeah when it stopped there was well i was actually on the main road as well and there was a it was near a main road sorry and there was a uh, van going by cars going by it was all looking into the garden and i'm glad i had my cap on to disguise myself and um yeah they want no leaves to wipe to wipe anything up so i had to (laughs) Uh, to pull everything up when it when I finished, started running to the toilets, like which is five minutes away. I got to the toilet, my stomach started hurting again, and I got onto the toilet, which I made it. And yes, it happened again, but I'm glad there was tissue roll. And uh, yes, yeah, so I wiped myself up. I got um and threw my underwear away. So yes, and the. And it wasn't a very pleasant sit- state. So, uh, a little bit of advice don't eat tuna sandwiches at work before a run, because it's not going to end up nice. Anyway, I've got. <sighs> anyway, that's it. But, um, uh, keep on doing what you're doing, all of you, and uh, enjoy the. Am I enjoying the series? Dave is
0: our latest entrant <laughs> into the Wildy Nation. Welcome, Dave. Well, you are very welcome, Dave. An elite bunch we are. Um, do you the know what bus, I love about stop. that? The uh, bus stop. The bus stop, yeah. Um, do you know what I loved about that story? Like, fair play to Dave. Like, Dave, seriously, fair play, mate. Absolutely lovely dude, and, and thank you so much for sharing your story. But do you know what was great? Um, I think Dave got a little bit nervous telling the story. Right. Uh, self-admitted, and uh, and he uh, he messaged me saying it took him a couple of tapes to do it. Right, and uh, how is it? And I was like, oh no, it's fine. It's really good, mate. And then he put at the end. Um, oh, also, I uh, I just missed out a little bit of information because I was a bit nervous doing it. Right. Um, I I did the whole thing in front of somebody's window. A <laughs> <laughs> key bit of information, though, Dave. I think that, that would have been quite useful. So yeah, the whole, the whole incident took place in front of somebody's, uh, somebody's house.
4: Um, but, uh,
0: but well done, Dave. Uh, oh, welcome I'm to good. the Wildy Nation. We are glad to have you. Um, it is an elite group. We are happy to have you as part of it. And uh, yeah, if anybody else has got a good Wildy story, please do send it in to us. Reach out to us. Let us know.
2: Yes.
0: We love to hear about it. The thing is, there's not that many variations on the old poo story, is there? <laughs> no, it's like woods. A lot of it is, I got cut short and yeah. I poo somewhere. But we're into it. Yeah we are into it.
1: It's uh, somebody's front. Imagine opening your curtains. What well, a really...
0: Morning, Dave.
1: Looks <laughs> <laughs> named <terms.
0: laughs> Oh, God. Pimmy <Poohy>, Dave. like <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, thanks so much, Dave. Really, really appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah. Thank you for being part of the Farley family, <laughs> my brother. I do appreciate it. We do appreciate it. So, yeah, let us know if you want to be a part of the Wildy Nation. Here's all your stories. Um, moving on from a Wildy. Love a Wildy. Mm. Uh, the other thing we wanted to talk about, then, is ideas for uh, upcoming yeah. segments. Yes. And one thing that we talked about is uh, we talked about trying to grow uh, the the running community as, as is our prerogative. It's one of our main objectives. And uh, we put a post on our social media last week about uh, trying to organise some race meets mm-hmm. uh, trying to organise some catch ups some get togethers yeah. and we're still absolutely going to be doing that that's that's within our wheelhouse I believe we can get out even if it's just me and Matt going to some races yeah. to either partake or spectate or whatever it might be um, uh, it may be a good opportunity that sometimes people do just get a little bit nervous don't they you yeah. know you, you create a bit of a persona behind these squares but yeah. then it can be a little bit um daunting bit, yeah, to go and yeah, meet daunting, people yeah. in in person and we have had some feedback from people that they said oh i've seen somebody i knew but i didn't quite know how to go and say hello so if we can grease the wheels if we can lubricate you mm-hmm. somewhat you looked right in my eyes when i said lubricate <laughs> then <laughs> i wonder where you were going it. <laughs> it's a mess this week um <clears throat> then we'll do that so that's actually what we're going to keep looking at doing but one of the other things that we talked about matt was that races are going back. That's a, one of the, the reason we've looked at this idea, to start doing some race meets. And um, we're starting to see some people doing amazing things. And one of our biggest goals is to um, celebrate the successes of our running community. We do these interviews with um, amazing people in the online running community. And, and, and we also try to do our Heroes of the Week. And we, we chat to people. We celebrate what people are doing. And I think we can do that a little bit more.
1: Right.
0: So, how's about this for an idea? If any of you guys out there are running a race at the weekend, if you have achieved uh, PB, maybe it's the first time you've done a marathon, the first time you've stepped up to an ultra distance. If you've done something, whatever it might be, that you think is an achievement, a big achievement on your running journey, and I'm talking anything, I'm talking from I've run my first ultra to I've just finished couch to 5K, anything, anything, anything. You reach out to us, drop a DM, tell us a bit about it, and we're going to do a roll call. All right a roll call every week
1: nice
0: where we just talk about who's done what oh, yeah. who's achieved we'll do some shout outs we'll share the love yeah what do you reckon
1: definitely sounds good sounds good Big up, bigging up everybody that's uh, that's achieving their own personal goals it sounds like a plan
0: exactly I think love it'll be it. a good one love so it. so yeah guys just just hit us up um, yeah tell tell us what races you've done recently uh, that'll hopefully go quite well in line with the idea of doing a bit of a race calendar where we can arrange maybe sometimes yeah, a some fart like yeah. yeah fart like family <clears throat> members might be together and it'll also fall in line well with part run, I think because yeah let, let us know when you're getting back to partner if you're hitting those partner PBs that'd be amazing that's coming back soon isn't it yeah, yeah. Uh, so exciting times and a little segue from there is that people might be training for the first marathon mm. which they can come on and tell us about they can uh, autumn marathons are coming soon aren't they mm.
1: <sighs>
0: marathons <sighs> yeah you're going to have to train at some point <laughs> to be honest, and try and, you know, not pretend you're injured.
1: Uh, I tried pretending not to be injured this this week with you, but uh, bitched and mourned about it. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: yeah, but I preferred it when you were just not doing it to go. Um, So, uh, yes, good segue is that we are going into marathon training blocks for autumn marathons. So we've made a point, we're doing something a bit different. We've got a round table on this week. It is uh, Roberto, it is Jenna, it is Austin, very good friends of the show, fart like family OGs. Uh, and it's a bit different this week, isn't it? Mm,
1: yeah, like I say, it's, around. it's a bit like the, the chat you had with the girls on the five k last week. It's, yep. uh, everyone's got lots of hints and tips, and uh, I know Roberto's it's, it's his first marathon, so he's learning a lot through it as well. So I'm sure you guys will too. It's, yeah, it's it's, good. it's a good chat.
0: Yeah, different different kind of aspects. I think I mentioned it at the end of last week's show, didn't I? But Roberto doing his first marathon, but of course he got quite deep into his training block last year before his original first marathon was cancelled so he's kind of learning as he goes and 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 sort of feeling his way through it um you've then got austin who's quite a seasoned marathon runner but he has had quite a lot of knockbacks setbacks things that have gone wrong yeah Yeah, so he talks a lot about that which is great and then jenna is a really good example of somebody who was delivering she was running to a plan she was a great runner in her own right but then she switched things up and uh, and suddenly she's running sub three hour marathons at Chester Elite so uh, there's some great stuff in there Um, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it get your pen and your paper out take some notes I'll be taking some notes I think you need to take some (laughs) bloody notes Uh, note number one actually run got it (laughs) on, <laughs> um, <laughs> should we find out if we get any more hints and tips for you today I just couldn't stop laughing then I just, it came out snot came out of my nose um, uh, <laughs> it's going really badly this week um, should we go and have a chat to Jenna to Roberto and to Austin and talk all about marathon training Right then, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing things a little bit differently this week. Um, It is July, the Euros are over, and that can only mean one thing. It is autumn marathon training block season. The world finally seems to be opening back up again. uh, And uh, quite luckily and and hopefully it looks like the races, particularly in the UK, are going ahead. So people are dipping their toes back in. Um, Along with that will, of course, come the training block uh, lots of emotions, people, particularly those facing into them for the first time will be feeling. So we're going to be talking all about that today, guys. And I have got a plethora of like family favourites uh, with me today to talk about it and we've gone for an entire range of people so you guys will hopefully remember from series one Mr Austin Shepard who has run five uh, marathons so far and he's going to talk all about his experiences, we've got from series two the amazing incomparable Jenna Wilkinson who just nailed a sub three hour marathon at Cheshire Elite, he's going to tell us all about how she did that and from series three we've got Mr Roberto Awar who is facing into his first marathon Uh, at Bournemouth uh, this autumn so first and foremost guys enough for me flapping my gums how are you all doing today we all right
5: hello very
3: good all good rocking and rolling
0: yeah hello yeah good to be here brilliant that went much smoother than I thought it was going to do thank you for all taking turns uh so we are going to we're going to try and coordinate this, guys. We're going to try and make it work. There are a few in the room, so please do bear with me. But let's talk all things marathon. So, uh, Roberto, I'm going to come to you first, man, if that's okay. So, uh, you are taking on your first marathon this autumn. Um, tell me how you're feeling about it, stepping up to that distance, the
3: 26.2. Nervous, definitely nervous. My furthest distance is 32k, and that was hell. To be fair, it was a trail run, but then you got think it to add the extra on to make it 42. I'm thinking, wow, have I got that in the tank?
0: <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. And 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 what what was it that prompted you kind of stepping up to to marathon? Is it something that you've always wanted to do, or is something happened recently that's made you go, yeah, you know what, I need that, I need that tick on the bucket list?
3: No, well, I was gonna I was gonna do Manchester before the lockdown. I had my training plan ready to go, and then all of a sudden that happened. I just wiped yep. off, lost motivation pretty much. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and, um, and, and so now stuff's opening back up again. How are you feeling about facing into that plan? Are you, are you ready to go? Have you got the plan all written out or are you just winging it a little bit?
3: Bit of both, bit of both. I, I have got a plan, but obviously you don't always go to plan. You just got to sort of wing it at the same time, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take it as it comes, but I'm going to try keep to plan and then, you know, if I need to wing it wing it <laughs> yeah absolutely adaptability I think that's called sir that's so, it. <laughs> uh, uh, Austin if I come
0: to you next then sir um so you're a bit more of a seasoned marathon runner uh you've done a fair few in your time uh, I mean do you still get nervous apprehensive facing into those 14 week 16 week training blocks or do you find that with experience with uh, you know having done a few that it, it becomes a little bit more like second nature
6: yeah I mean I think you you've always got to respect the distance uh it doesn't matter
0: how how well you've done
6: in the past uh when you're running that far it's always it's always something you have got to be be prepared for and I've I've certainly fallen I've fallen foul of of not being ready for it um and and had a miserable miserable time um and you know the, the, the times when you are prepared it's 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 so much more so much more enjoyable so yes I think I think you've always got you've always got to respect it you've got you've got to be prepared you've got to put your time into the block um and, and hit the start line knowing uh knowing you've got got that in you um but that said I suppose having done a few uh you learn the lessons you you um you do grow a little bit in confidence knowing that that you've you've got it in your um uh, in the past but I mean I'm a little bit like Roberto I've I've probably struggled uh with motivation over the last um over the last you know during lockdown um uh going into first lockdown I was I was I was trained and ready for uh the Tokyo Marathon um Mm -hmm. and and then that was cancelled um you know uh, two weeks before before we were supposed to run it and and since then I have struggled so now getting ready for this this uh this autumn block coming up um now, you know, I'm probably starting from a bit further behind than I've ever than I ever have started a block. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna to have to really dig deep this time around, I think.
0: Yeah, and and that is quite interesting, isn't it? Because I think that's gonna be a fairly common occurrence that people haven't got that base build. Because you'll probably find that you either come straight out of say a spring marathon into a an autumn marathon block, or maybe you're doing some middle distances or whatever it might have been earlier in the year. But I think people absolutely. Um, have probably just just fell off the wagon a little
6: bit, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, I think there's I mean, there's definitely um, I think there's there's a lot of people who have fallen off the wagon, and I, I certainly fall into fall into that category at the moment. I, I suppose there's there's also a lot of people who have found found a love of running and and have also who've have been able to take it to new levels. I think uh, what, what's the phrase? You know, we've we've all been in the same storm, but everyone's in a different boat. You know, yeah. I, I suppose we've all had slightly different experiences and. Um, you know, as, as of high, you know, you know, there's been times during lockdown where I've where I've run, I've run well and, and, and been on form. Um, there's been times when I haven't. Um, you know, you've had to ebb and flow with with, with the times and what what, what life's thrown at you, I suppose. But um, it's good to good to know that the the world's opening up again and with you know, races seem seem viable. Um, uh, and you know, fingers fingers crossed, we do we do all get to the start line.
0: Definitely. And it's interesting that you talk there, Austin, about uh, different ships in the same storm because everybody does have a different experience of lockdown and, and particularly how it's impacted their running journey. And Jenna, for yourself, absolutely the opposite, isn't it? Because you've really stepped things up. So the, the, the lads have both talked and, and, and alluded to plans. So let's talk about that in more detail. You've delivered some incredible times recently, particularly at Cheshire Elite. How did you adapt your training and the plan for the block? in order to find that extra gear and really deliver um, uh, what you have done.
5: Um, so for me, I think, um, well, last year, I was going to attempt a sub three marathon, um, probably thinking that it was a little bit too far out of my league at the time. Yep, um, but we were, we were going to try for it. I thought I would train for it anyway. And I have, I have a coach who's based up in the Northeast and um, I'd done a three fourteen at London marathon in 2019. And uh, we thought, well, you know, we can train for a sub three and we'll see what happens. Um, and the training was really hard. But for me, if I have a plan there, um, I'm a little bit OCD. So I kind of feel as though I have to go by the plan and, mm-hmm. um, Without it, I, I don't know how motivated I would be, I think. Um, so for me, a plan works really well. And um, I did feel ready. I don't think I was sub three ready last year. And then once everything had started to be cancelled, everything got locked down. I think it was then more so because I couldn't race it, it kind of made me want to do it even more. I was like, hang on a second, I've just been training for four months and now you've cancelled my race. I will show everyone that I will do this marathon in a sub three time. Um, And I'd put so much work into it that I really didn't want to go to waste. Um, So throughout lockdown, I had, I had a rest actually afterwards, um, as if I'd ran a marathon. And then um had a another couple of weeks off and then a couple of weeks of easy running and then got back into a bit more of a speed kind of plan last summer um then I had the big change of moving to London over the summer and we mm-hmm. thought that lockdown was all ending uh which it didn't yep <laughs> but then um it was kind of like right okay well then where do we go from here because we don't know how long this is going to last so it was just keep the base fitness and then January this year, um, at the start of the third lockdown, um, I was fortunate enough to be going into work, which was helpful for me in my mental health, but also it meant that I felt myself and I could still be in that routine of mm-hmm. doing my training plan. Um, and actually like a run commute for me was really helpful in getting in the miles. Um, and, Every day I just kept thinking about Cheshire Elite Marathon and I was just thinking, you are so lucky to be involved in this race. You have got to be on that start line knowing that you have done every single session possible
0: yeah so it's like the almost like the weight of expectation sort of drives you on doesn't it um, Roberto if, if I come back to you then man so the, um, so both Jenna and Austin have really talked about again kind of like the value of sticking to plans and that seems to be the the, the common kind of trend uh, for you sir like when you've been kind of thinking about what your training block is going to look like have you looked for advice from others has it been sort of pals on Instagram has it been sort of other members of the running community What, what how have you kind of gone about putting stuff together
3: I mean, when I first started my first training block here for Manchester before lockdown, you know, I didn't have a coach or anything like that. I thought, I'm just going to see how I'm going to do this. Yeah? In my head, I thought, all right, I'm going to do it. I think my furthest time at the time was probably about 25k. I thought, all right, I'm going to build on from that every week. I'm going to add 10k. Then I'm going to do a marathon on the Sunday. Then the following Sunday after that, I'm going to do another marathon and the following Sunday after that, I should be ready for the uh, for Manchester. Do you know what I mean? When I saw it, <laughs> and yeah, I went and got a coach. My my guy uh, Matt, yeah, from run Spire. When I told him that, he loved He said, "You're a crazy guy, like you know what I mean." And literally, I would have done it like that's exactly how I would have done it. And when he broke it down to me, how you got to do it, you have to build yourself up, yeah, not actually run the full distance, but build yourself up close to it, and then. You know, hammer it on the day. I was like, oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> and then I said, him, what would, I said to him, what would have happened if I'd done it my way? Goes, you could have got injured. It, you could have got through it. Like, you know, what I mean, everyone's different. that, like, but it's just crazy. Like, <laughs> and to think I think that's how I was gonna do it. It's just insane. Uh, but um, you know, I I had a coach. I've just just left my coach cause basically what was happening was yeah. My coach is giving me plans here for the week and I'm just doing my own thing, do you know what I mean? I don't know, I'm just like, not that I wasn't feeling what he was giving me, but, you know, in with work trying to get the runs in at the same time, it we just weren't working out. I just ended up doing what I needed to do by myself. So I thought, you know what, I cut the coach out and I want to get a plan for myself now. So I've, I've got a couple plans there, you know, because you get different plans isn't it, on the internet. Got a yeah. couple plans there. I'm going to run it through him, see what he thinks about it and then take it from there but I think basically the main thing for me yeah is just getting the miles up because yeah. at the moment I've just been training for speed and trying to get a sub 20 so I've not i am not been doing no base training you know no long distance runs like just trying to get them and to be fair I've not even been doing no interval training that's how bad I am like you know yeah. my consistency is terrible but you know my time's going down you know a few few life uh, choices which I've uh, made a made better some things I've cut out like which is definitely improving my fitness like and it's 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 going down with minimal runs and I'm just finding it like amazing but during the training block yeah I'm gonna have to just build the miles up build the miles up and get rid of the speed so I'm gonna do my speed now Mm -hmm. and then my training block starts in uh July forget about the speed if even if I don't get a sub 20 just forget about it and then just build on the miles build on the miles build on the miles yeah
0: I, th- I think there's some really good some really good points that you made there particularly around building miles but also around not not worrying too much about what the previous achievement was you've got to kind of put it in a box haven't you and just think whether you make it or you don't the next target the next goal is there and that's the important thing to to, to be focused on and, and not worrying about what did or didn't happen before
3: oh 100 you can't keep looking at the past and thinking I should have done this and that like and I just got to keep moving forward like one of the most important things I learned from running, like, I've had some bad runs here. Yeah? Runs where I thought to myself, you know what, I'm not even going to not run anymore, but I don't think I've got it, like, inside me. You know, then two weeks later, I've gone and got a PB. You know what I mean? So you, you don't always look at the past, so you just got to keep looking forward, just keep on going, grinding, 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 no matter what. That's one of the biggest things I learned from running, like, you know. Yeah, definitely.
0: Austin, if I come back to you then, so Roberto's made a, a very good point that probably running a marathon every Sunday for four weeks before doing your actual marathon <laughs> isn't the best advice. Um, so uh i'm sure that I mean you mentioned yourself that you, you had the, the the great experiences from the training blocks and the ones that really taught you something and and, and in some ways maybe even threw you completely off course. What are some mm. of the the things that you remember from early training blocks maybe some stuff that didn 't go too well that you found tough that maybe we can we can share with people to help them maybe avoid it if it is their first marathon
6: yeah i think I think there's i mean obviously the run the running and the 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 amount of mileage and and all and all of that is 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 really really important and you you can't you can't underestimate it but the thing that i was blindsided by um particularly with my first marathon um in barcelona is the importance of uh your actual prep around the day itself Mm -hmm. um so you know when you're running i don't know a 10k um or, or even a half marathon to a certain extent what you've done the day before doesn't make a massive difference um what you've eaten before you've run doesn't make a massive difference it is you know if you've got the running in your legs and you, you're determined on the day you'll, you'll do all right um if you try the same approach with a marathon you'll, you you just get found out um it's too far your body your body can't carry enough fuel um for the 26, 26 miles. So for me, uh, I mean, I set off for my first marathon with, with two gels in my pocket, um, uh, for a run where I'd, where I'd, where I'd walked 35,000 steps the day before, um, around Barcelona because it was the first time I would visited the city and I wanted to make the most of the yeah. the short, the short time I was there. Um, and, and so of course I cramped up around 16 miles, uh having run one of my fastest half marathons ever um because i felt like danny champion of the world got wrapped up in the in the event itself and then had a miserable time hobbling around uh the final 10 miles of the race um if i then compare that to how uh my run at London had gone, which was a, which was a totally different thing. You know, I was at home the day before I, I, I probably did about four steps. uh, 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 And, uh, you know, I, I'd rested properly the day before went in on fresh legs. Uh, I had pre-tested out all of my nutrition for the day. So I knew exactly what gel I was going to take and when I was going to take it. I was preemptively taking gels before I started, you know, so right, right from mile three. Um, I was slowly drip feeding myself nutrition, uh, during the event. So in the latter stages of the race, I still had, um, well, I still had the ability to be on my feet and not shuffling along in the, uh, in the, in yeah. the gutter as I was at Barcelona. And I, th- I think for me, that was the real, um, the real, the real difference, actually the importance of how you treat the day going in on, on, on fresh legs. So, you know, perhaps not running the, 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 the marathons the weeks before, um, uh and and, you know making sure that you're you're fresh and ready on the day you've got everything set you know what your kit you know your kit's exactly right you've you've trained in exactly the kit at least once or twice so you know what you're going to wear you know it's not um you're not going to get chafing in your uh uh i don't know in 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 your socks or in your um your underwear or anything like that you know so you, you you've thought about what you're doing with your you know you your nipples or or all of yeah, these things which yeah. which actually seem like minor things but on the day can actually ruin your ruin your attempt um I think that that was the important thing for me
0: yeah definitely there's a couple of really key things that I think you pulled out there I think nutrition a hundred percent and and fueling and knowing about fueling i 'm going to come on to that mm-hmm. and ask general a question about it in a minute, but I think the other thing that that, that you kind of touched upon that, that I thought was really interesting is it's not a 10k race it's not a 5k race is it and mm-hmm. I, th- I, th- I think if you run the first half of a 10k race and you're running way ahead of pace you'll you, th- you think yourself well i'm going to hit a big PBA. this is great if you try doing that in a marathon you're just going to fall off a cliff Yeah. Um, yes. if, if if you're training for a four-hour marathon you need to run nine minute five miles and that's yeah. it yeah 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 um uh, for, right okay so Jennifer i'll come to you then so um so austin talked um, about the importance of fueling he talks about the importance of time on feet he talks about the importance of those runs tell me a little bit more and, and, and let, let, let's try and really go in on that advice for people let's talk about Sunday long runs they don't of course have to happen on a Sunday but that, that, that long run in the week where you're building up the distance how important is that in that training block do you think and particularly I'd probably caveat that question based on what Austin just said how important is also building in sort of almost a a dry run of your fueling and your nutrition on those longer runs
5: Um, I mean to be honest with you I kind of spent pretty much every Sunday kind of practicing the the marathon morning Mm -hmm. so you just kind of found within your 16 week training plan you'd probably practiced your marathon morning about 15 times before the actual day um that time on feet is so important I mean from the first marathon that I did um I was just I wasn't actually training for a marathon but it was just because I joined a running club and they were uh doing longer runs that I just kind of got swept up in it and I was just thinking well you know I can kind of like get on with a run for over two hours now and some people are doing maybe two and a half and then let's creep it up to three and then you think well you know I've now got the confidence that if I can run for three hours yes with a few breaks surely on a race day I can put this together and you know perhaps do like a 345 on a marathon day um so you definitely build that confidence in terms of your stamina and then that was like after my first marathon where I really got confidence with stamina Um, but then I think moving it through each of my marathons I've only done four but moving through each one I think with each plan that I've been on yes the miles do increase slowly and I think in each of my plans the miles and the the peak weeks as it were have increased slowly you know I didn't just go from suddenly a maximum week of 50 miles to 80 miles or anything like that everything moves up just slowly which is which has been really good for me Mm -hmm. but also this time we've introduced a little bit of strength and conditioning which I have found personally has been paramount to to my plan and keeping the injuries at bay for me I've just felt a little bit stronger and I think feeling that strength and it doesn't have to be, you know, I don't do big weights or anything like that. You know, I'm not looking to build a lot of muscle or anything. You need to look at, um, like, exercises for runners. It's, like, plyometrics. It's building up the strength in your ankles and your hips. And because everybody knows, you know, you get to mile 20 in a marathon and suddenly you think, oh, my God, what is wrong with my hips? Why do I feel yeah. like a 90-year-old woman? What, what on earth is happening to my hips? Um, So strengthening all the muscles around there, I didn't get that feeling in this marathon. Yes, I felt it the next day or the day after where you're kind of walking around a little bit funny the the next day. But um, I didn't feel it at mile 20 and I was expecting it. I was like, okay, where's the where's the wall? Come on, come at me. I'm, I'm ready for this feeling. I've felt it before. And um, and I didn't get it till a little bit later where I thought, oh, is that it? Okay, I'm feeling quite strong. Um, so that's been really beneficial for me. And um, then just back to the long runs, I think because I'd been doing in my like high weeks of training, I'd done over three hours of running. So to do three hours of racing like I say in terms of your confidence you know that you can run for for that amount of time Mm -hmm. so so I was really ready to race for that amount of time it wasn't that daunting anymore because I'd done the time on my feet um so through my week like long runs are really important I get up super early to practice having my breakfast so that I know how much time I've got to wait until it has to settle. And then it's running at the right time or as if you're starting the race time. That's also good. Um, But, yeah, I definitely have appreciated practicing the race morning every Sunday because then when it got to race morning, it wasn't that scary.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Loads of good advice in there. And you know what? I'd never really thought about it like that. So I've taken something away from this, what you said about, because obviously you take it easy on your Sunday long run, you'll probably be out on your feet in those those when you're doing those 18 20 21 milers at the end of the plan you will be out for longer than you're actually going to be racing on race day so there's a psychological as well as a physical benefit from that so yeah that, that's going to stick with me uh roberto if i just touch on what jenna said about um about strength and conditioning um what kind of um a part has, has kind of strength work and the plyometrics and adaptability flexibility yoga whatever it might be has that played any part in your running journey so far and had you planned for it to play a part in stepping up to marathon
3: i mean to be fair yeah i've been meaning to be doing strength work since i started running like yeah and i just it's one of them things it's like where i don't find it fun i've been paying for gym membership here for the past year and i haven't been i've probably been twice when i was injured to get my recovery back from my leg and then after that, but i still pay for it thinking i'm gonna go i'm gonna do this do this proper strength work, get my, my quads up, get my, you know what I mean, my calves yeah. up, get everything going like that, But I just don't do it. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, like some people got the passion for the gym. I see people who are runners, here. Yeah, they're in the gym doing squats, this, that, benching. I'm like, wow. Me, I ain't got the passion for it. me. I just love running that. Like, mm-hmm. And everyone I speak to says to me, you need to do strength work. Like that. I mean, the benefits are insane. And I think about it. I mean, in terms of what I've achieved here with no strength work, I can't even imagine what I'd do with strength work like you know mm-hmm. what I mean I mean I'd be a beast like you know but it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not tooting my own home, but I'm just saying right. it's confidence <laughs> I love it but um basically I'll be a lot better than I am now yeah. and I think what I'm going to have to do is yeah find someone who will go with me that runs because obviously I live in North London yeah in Edmonton and there's not a lot I mean you get in Enfield you get loads of runners that like, but from where I'm from in when you don't get a lot of runners that like, especially runners that go to the gym as well. When I go to the gym, and a few times I have been, it's just people doing strength work or you know what I mean? There's no yep. runners there that are going to do strength work. Like obviously I'm in the I'm in the gym, I'm in the gym from the hood, like, you know what I mean, North London <laughs> Edmonton gym. Like it's not like I'm in central London gyms like, if I'd gone there, it'd be a bit different. But what I need is someone yeah who's gonna basically push me to go to the gym and still want to run with me at the same time because i do, I've got friends who go to the gym but that's all they do is they pump weights like, you know what i mean yeah it's not what
0: yeah. you're after is it yeah yeah no, and, 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 and 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 it's interesting because it is it is that and, and i think jenna's point was quite interesting as well about it's i i, I mean for me i i think it's not just about about the um about the the planking or whatever you might think strength work to be it's right. everything it's 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 the stretching as well it's just just stretching before i never stretched before a run i don't know about about you guys oh wow I'm, when I, i'm terrible for it
3: when i first started running yeah i i done the basic you know that the calf stretch i mean not the calf stretch the quad stretch where you pull your legs at your uh, heel yeah. up to your bum and then a couple of them couple of other stretches yeah like you know that like when you stretch your um so it's uh
0: it's Sunday, <laughs> Sunday league football stretching yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that
3: that yeah. Stretching. <laughs> And you know what yeah I didn't really get many injuries but as I started running more distances the injuries started coming because I were not stretching up before or after now my stretches before yeah it's like I take 15 to 10 minutes 10 to 15 minutes to do my full stretches before I run and then um, after the run, same thing, 10 minutes stretching after that. Like, you know what I mean? It's so important. And I've noticed my injuries have not been there. You know what I mean? Yeah. My only injuries Definitely. have been recently, yeah, is probably from wearing the run. I've got these uh, pair of um, New Balance uh, Fuel Cell RC Elite. And I've been been using them for a while. They were fine. But then something happened, yeah. Then every time i do a run with them, they gave me knee problems, like, you know. Right. And then I stopped wearing them. I started wearing some... Um, some brooks yeah some brooks appearing yeah. elite twos yeah no problems at all but obviously the stretching was so important like you know i mean i'm still stretching with both of them but i've just found you as well you've got to have the right shoe for it as well that's why i wanted to ask jenna what uh shoe does she use for um the marathon that like, kind of compared to what she uses for training long distance runs that like, on sundays uh
5: interesting question um so i'm an ambassador for asics yeah
3: um, yeah, yeah.
5: I rotate my trainers quite regularly. And with the with the marathon, I decided that I wanted to race in the Meta Speed Sky. Yeah. So I'd done one long run in them before I wanted to race in them. But that's only because I know that that range of ASICs works well for my feet. So I, I've raced in the Meta Racer like a number of times. Um, so I knew what type of shoe was right for me and my running style. Um, so you can get, like, analysis of your running style and your gait and things like that. And I know that I'm a neutral runner and I know which trainers work for me.
3: I see. So,
5: so that's, yeah, like you say, that's so important to get the right trainers for you. Because there'll be some ASICS trainers which are not right for me, which are right for people who pronate Mm-hmm. and they wouldn't work for me they'd probably give me injuries
3: yeah yeah
5: we need to get that right information. yeah that's
3: right like so when yeah. when you first started running when you like got into running seriously did you have problems with trainers before you got a gait analysis to find to find that problem like did you have like all oh, these trainers have not been working I've been having calf strains or you know
5: to be honest running. I was quite lucky and I didn't have any issues but there were some trainers which I just found perhaps which were a little bit too heavy where I didn't feel particularly good in running in them perhaps where I just thought oh why do I feel really sluggish it just seems to be whenever I've got these trainers on so perhaps um in in that sense I didn't really realize it was the trainers I thought it was me um it was the same for racing as well sometimes I was racing in well, I was racing and train, training in the same trainers all week when I first started running until you kind of realize, oh, there's racing trainers. Oh, there's like lighter trainers, which I could do intervals in. Oh, there's more supportive trainers, which I could do long runs in. Like, it honestly, it blew my mind when you kind of get into it to think there's yeah. so many different styles.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've just been running in carbons for the last, you know, three, four months, yeah, like all the different types, yeah, apart from Adidas and ASICs. But um, <clears throat> I found, yeah, that the even ones, yeah, the Brooks, yeah, which yeah. are pretty much even, they're perfect for me, but I do definitely underpronate. And the thing I'm just trying to work out is that, that, um, the new balance were fine for the first year and a few months, maybe where the carbon plate was worn out and it's starting to lean a bit more. Maybe that's something to do with that, but I definitely need to go and get some gait analysis. Obviously there was lockdown during the times I wanted to do it. Now obviously it's loosened up a bit. I think there'll be time for me to, to go and get it sorted. Yeah,
5: yeah. And sometimes, you know, when you're saying you're getting PB, sometimes you're working on speed, etc. What you don't realise, the more that you run, your form might slightly change. And if your form changes, perhaps then your trainers might not be right for the form that you're running in.
3: Uh, I see, I so see. So that,
5: Yeah, that could be an instance. Sometimes it might just be you've had the trainers for long enough and they're actually worn down a bit and they're not giving you the support that you need. And, um, yeah, at that point, it is good to get an analysis like that or go into a sport shop and let them see you run on a treadmill to see yeah, yeah. Perhaps which which kind of shoe would be suited better to you, you know, that's probably the best way to go about it, I think.
3: Yeah, no, thanks for that, Jen. I'll definitely get that sorted. No really worries.
5: In- Re- really not- interesting. I, um, I just want to, like, jump in again, just on the um, strength and conditioning. Mm-hmm. Because when you were just talking about it earlier, um, I was thinking at the same time, I was thinking, you know, I don't jump up and down to be like yay I get to go to the gym and do my strength and conditioning like it's not something that I perhaps look forward to like a run but I think it's just something that I found that when I do it my running is getting better for it and that's the that's the only thing that keeps me going
4: now. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's clear.
0: It's clear that there's benefits, isn't it? That that, that that's that, that's the important bit. And, and and a good segue onto shoes as well, because I there wasn't a point that I had written down to cover off, but I think it is vastly, vastly important. So really interesting. Uh, Austin, you've been awfully quiet for a while, so patiently waiting in the background. Yeah. Um, can I can I just come to you for one last question, if that's all right? Um, Absolutely. so we talked. Uh, you talked a little bit about Barcelona. And and, and hitting that wall at 16 miles. Uh, Jenna obviously talked about the wall as well. Um, Commonly referred to as as the first marathon 20 mile wall, although it doesn't always happen exactly at 20 miles. Um, Often said to be because we might not have trained quite as uh, thoroughly as we could have. Uh, We've never run the distance before. I I believe that there's there's some science that says that the body just runs out of all its fuel stores at 20 miles. So if you've not fueled properly, that's where it's all going to start going west um give give me some advice then because it 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 happens you can train well you can try your best that wall does tend to come in the first marathon doesn't it um what 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 do people need to know to push through how how do you get mind over matter um in in that scenario how did you do it yeah
6: i mean well i I didn't first time around and uh, and that was that was that was part of you know that 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 learning curve i think it might be the case that until you've experienced it you 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 never really know but um i I think like you say there's lots there's lots of factors in it there's there's the being trained for it so if you're if you're under trained going into your first marathon then then you know that that is undoubtedly going to have a have an impact on it so if you haven't done your long marathon uh, your long runs or you haven't um you haven't got enough miles in the legs time on your feet then then you got you're going to struggle but you'll you'll compound it with a lack of understanding around nutrition and importance around nutrition and it's really really easy or or the, the the trap the pitfalls i fell into was was having run a few half marathons and not really had to worry about fueling uh you know I often would fuel in a half marathon without a real need uh, to do it It wouldn't have wouldn't have massively uh, affected my ability to finish the race or to do a good time somewhere between a half marathon and a marathon there is a real need. To, you, you know physiological need for you to have to have got that fueling right but also to have thought a little bit about the conditions of the race so you know for me my first marathon uh was was in Barcelona I trained it was quite an early uh, an early marathon it was in March so my training block had started in December I'd done all my training in the winter it was cold wet dark runs um And then suddenly I was on the start line of of the hottest March day that Barcelona had experienced in, in a decade and it was 27 degrees and, and you're, you're going into your first marathon. Uh, There's thousands of people. It's a carnival atmosphere. You've been at the expo, you're feeling a million dollars, you know, you get, you get swept away with it. There's, there's everyone's belting out the blocks relatively, you know, off, off, off at a pace and you, you, you feel good. You, you, you run your first, you run the first half, you feel great. Um, the crowds are cheering you on. You're thinking, oh, I'm just going to power through this, um, this second half of the marathon. And then just suddenly you, you haven't got it in you. And, and, and actually when you, when you then approach it differently and you, you turn up and you you you've, you've, you know, you've got your fueling right, you've got your, your, um, your hydration, right. You've got your, um, your training exactly right. And, and you, you, you're rested and you go into the race, then it's a totally different experience. You know, you don't, you don't hit it as hard. It's always hard. I mean, running 26 miles is not, not easy. That's why it's the pinnacle of the, the sport really is that it's, it's a, it's a long way and you're trying to run it at pace. Um, and so, it's always going to be really, really difficult. I, I don't care what anyone says. No one crosses the the finish line of a marathon and and, and is, is absolutely fresh. It's, it's been a hard push, and I know I know you know even the elite athletes are feeling uh, are feeling it after after their their incredible feats. But you the, the the more you prepare for it, the 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 better you're going to feel, and and you know your enjoyment of the actual day, uh, regardless of time, will be. Will be greatly enhanced if, if, you, if you're ready your level,
3: <laughs> no, I I say, yeah, after the sub two yeah he was sprinting uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, just, he's just a
0: different specimen though isn't he yeah. Um, wow. uh, so yeah no good advice and I think the, the other thing uh, I think just, just to finish on that bit often is like it, be, be aware that it's coming and I think Jenna said it quite mm. well just bring it on just there's a certain naivety with your first marathon isn't there where it's like oh god what is this with me it was just everything just went the quads the hams everything just tightened up at once at about 21 miles and i just thought i can't i can't do this anymore and i think if i'd known it was coming it probably would have helped a little bit yeah i i, th-
6: I think you've, you've you've got to be ready to power power on haven't you And you know, there is a, there is a mind over matter element to it and uh but but yeah you've got to give yourself every chance haven't you definitely
0: definitely jenna then last one for you um any, I know we've gone through loads of advice, more than I probably could have imagined. I've really, really enjoyed the amount of info we've pulled out of the last 35 minutes of chat. Is there anything else that you would say to any first-time aspiring marathoners who might be feeling a bit daunted, a bit overwhelmed coming into that first marathon training block? Um, uh, anything that you'd say to those guys from an advice, any like one overriding piece of advice that you'd give them?
5: Uh, I think probably for me is just to remember what you've just gone through over the last 16 weeks or however many weeks that you've been training for this for. There's been days through those 16 weeks where you didn't want to go out, you didn't want to put your trainers on, but you did. You've got it done. You've actually done all of the hard work. You've got to enjoy the race, take a little bit of a victory lap and everything that you've practised – just make sure that you do that on race day. Nothing different, and try to enjoy yourself.
0: Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, wise words indeed. And Roberto, I could not finish without coming to you, sir. Um, how are you feeling? Tell me, tell me what what are you most excited for with Bournemouth in mind? What what's the one thing that you're looking forward to most about it?
3: Do You know what? Hoping there's an atmosphere, yeah, like, yeah. You know, crowds and stuff. Because I've never had that feeling. <clears throat> the race that I did do, I've done one race. all my running and that was a trail race and it was basically an ultra event. but I did the 10k and that was amazing like you know I mean just running with people but I'm just looking for the atmosphere hopefully COVID you know restrictions gone there's crowds there just running to the finish line with people cheering Mm -hmm. and even even just being able to run 26 miles like you know and complete Mm -hmm. a marathon I ain't got a time set goal like I just want to be able to run it without stopping just Mm -hmm. that there would be an achievement for me Definitely. And a massive achievement
0: makes you one of the 1%. So guys, listen, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, today I do really really appreciate your time if people want to give you a follow and they definitely should you are all stalwarts of the Instagram running community Austin they can find you on this dad can run Jenna is at Jenna is running and uh, Roberto of course is De Niro London uh, guys I've learnt loads today and I've really enjoyed it I hope everyone listening has too. thank you so much for your time and best of luck to you all with whatever comes next what you reckon, Matt yeah Jenna saying everything
1: we we people keep telling us all the time with this strength and conditioning and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, we never took it on board though. No, <laughs> no, no. But yeah, she she makes sense. She, she's come on leaps and bounds and, and smashed that sub three hour, uh, just purely from from hard work and doing that strength and conditioning. So it must work. It yeah. Must work. Um, Yeah, Roberto
0: asking all the questions. He's he's super keen into it. He took over a bit, didn't he? He he loved it, didn't he? (laughs) Better host than me, I think.
1: (laughs) Yeah, brilliant. And obviously, you've got your your veteran, which is uh, Austin, who's done everything uh in, in marathon pretty much and everything in between so yeah it's great chat and some good knowledge in there from everybody
0: yeah i really enjoyed it man and, and some great hints and tips for people that hopefully will give you guys some uh, real positives in your marathon training block ideas around nutrition and 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 mm. you yeah. um uh you fueling when you're on the run as well we talked they talked about that didn't mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. yeah yeah, we covered so way more than I thought we would, honestly, and and, and I think it's a great interview, uh, a great kind of um, uh, something to use when you when you're thinking about ways that you can yeah. just seep. A little bit of yeah. an extra out so anyway um hope you guys enjoyed it please do go and give jenna and roberto and austin a follow if you don't already they're all stalwarts of the instagram running community they're great peeps and uh and yeah they definitely definitely deserve some love so go and tell them exactly how much you enjoyed uh the interview uh, as much as we did but with that being said mafu we've got something else to talk about haven't we oh,
1: yes am you doing it or are you doing it?
0: it's the summer showdown. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nice one. We're yeah we are got nice one. Um so yeah, it's week one is done. Finito. Finito No more Caput. Caput De nada, <laughs> I don't know, I'm just saying words <laughs> now. Um so yeah, we are seri- uh, Ed, week one in the bag.
1: Yeah.
0: And we are ready and raring to go with week two. We're already part way through pub crawl week. Yeah. Um let's get Jack on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie, there.
7: Yeah, can I be entered?
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. That's now your catchphrase.
7: Yep, it will be every time I come on.
0: I'm I'm keen to get a T-shirt made that just says, "Can I be entered?"
7: <laughs> Jack Penfold, 2021.
0: Yeah, yeah. would just give us some feedback, man. Would you buy a Jack Penfold? Can I be entered
7: T-shirt? <laughs> 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 I'd buy it. Unless I get it for free.
0: <laughs> um, how are you, my friend? How's your week been? Yes.
7: Not too bad, actually. I've been g- getting back to running because after the football, I I came off injured um, on the football with a tight calf, but it sort of eased and I'm coming back to running now, which is good because I felt a little bit like Matt last week because all my team were doing runs and I, didn't, I only did three runs last week and that was at the oh. end of the week, cramming oh, it in. God.
0: Pull your finger
7: out, man! What are you playing at? I know, you know like,
0: I know. If you're being judged by Matt Taylor about your running performance, you know something's gone wrong, don't you?
7: Yeah, I felt very embarrassed. <laughs>
0: um, how are you feeling, Jack, after a uh, week one of, uh, of, of of the Summer Showdown? How, how's your team getting on? Most? How are the Jackasses, the, the, the j- Jack, j- Captain Jack and the Yellow Pearls, is it? They, yes. They, they, they well, keep well, themselves let, they
7: think of me as Captain Jack Sparrow, which I love. I'd I'd love to be be him. And they're, and they're my little yellow pearls. But, yeah, they've been really getting into it. They've been heading out, uh, getting their miles in, encouraging each other. Um, Sally, who obviously we had on as a guest, did a, her 50k at the weekend. So she got lots of support. And um, yeah, it's just been fun to see them all going out. We've had quite a few people heading out and getting their um, pictures as well for this week's challenge, which has been really good to see as well
0: yeah loads of involvement you guys have been great everyone's been great it's been great having the Matt bags and the rob heads back again but um seeing the new guys because you've got a lot of new um participants who, who weren't with us uh the first time we did the uh the the mile challenge uh, it's been brilliant and uh, fair play to the jackasses big shout out to all of them for, for getting involved so readily and so eagerly and um, just in case anyone doesn't know Uh, This is our summer showdown challenge. It's a most miles wins challenge between a team fronted by myself, a team fronted by Mafu and a team fronted by Jack Penfold. Um, We all have our respective tribes behind us. um, And over the next 10 weeks, we're going to be running as much as we can, as far as we can to be uh, crown champions for series four of most miles wins summer showdown. Uh, We'll be doing some bonus challenges along the way. We had a challenge last week, last week put your teeth in, Rob, which was all about um, telling a dad joke. Nice way okay. to ease people in. Mm. Uh, Matt, Matt told a dad joke, that we're not going to talk about It's all about a tractor, apparently. I don't know. I didn't get it. Um, and everyone took part. It was really good. And uh, we've got a new challenge at the moment, which is our pub crawl week mm. uh, in full swing. People going out find as many pubs as they can. However, the fact that week one is in the barrel, guys, means that we need to know who is leading at the end of week one. We do.
7: This is my favourite part.
1: Draws on the draws. On the draws. On the
0: <laughs> Scores on the draws. <laughs> Matt, you've been drawing on your underwear again, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> 12. <laughs> F front. <laughs> um, right, who thinks they've won? Me. Nah. No.
7: Uh... I think my team have done. I think my team have done a really solid job, but I know Matt had an awful lot of people doing the 100k at the weekend. Yes. So, and I don't. I think your team had a couple as well, Rob, didn't they? Uh,
0: no. Mo- well, yes, but mostly it was Matt. Um, would have been a really yeah. good time to use the Golden Baton, would it, Matt? Can I can use it? Can I can I put it in? Nope. Nope. But, but why? Because we we said right from the start that you cannot put it in place retrospectively. Yeah, but I made a mistake. Yes, <laughs> you
1: did. A big one. And now people are on my bike saying, why the hell have you not used my goal? Yeah, but butter? you're
7: just not a good team captain. When I was in your team, I saw it, and there was other people in the team doing your team captain roles. That's
2: a bit harsh.
7: Oh. You, he's, he's, lo- he's, he's lost Slatter. the players.
1: Slanderous.
0: Have you lost the dressing room?
1: I haven't, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no k- have for last week. No. You've got to do it. You've got to pick it in advance. Right. Playing this normal. I'm taking my bull home.
0: Yeah, always. Um he'd only put it through his own net anyway. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> That was good. <laughs>
0: um so uh right so normally we would get a master of ceremonies on now uh lou to tell us all about uh the last week's challenge the next week's challenge and statman john would come on to tell us all about the scores mm-hmm. So the does. however lou is not with us this week she's got some other stuff going on so she's got the week off um i have i am trying to fill her shoes i've got my notes down it will not be as good as lou no. i can i can guarantee a subpar lou a smart price lou you've got in rob um so, I'll cover that off in a minute. However, uh, we do have a voice note from Statman John. Right. Uh, we've got a couple of voice notes from Statman John. So, we've got a voice note from Statman John to tell us all about what the scores were mm-hmm. for week one. Yes. And also explain to us why he's not with us. Mm-hmm. So, Jack, can you roll that clip for us and uh, we'll find out exactly who is leading at the end of week one?
2: Hello lads, Uh, I'm in a bit of trouble over here, I've had to go in hiding, I cannot leave the shed to get over to Louise's to uh, to chat to you all, I don't know if you remember from the Ladiators, I have noticed the fan is stood outside, he's been watching me and he still is, so I've got to stay in, I've got to stay in lads, Uh, I can't come over, I know it's week one, I know you need the numbers and I do not want to let you down. I'm gonna give you the numbers. Are you ready? Week one was the dad joke. I'll start with the dad joke. Keep you all on your toes. Got to much one sure quiet. That fan, he might hear me in his plum jacket. Dad jokes. Rob's team, you came in with twenty-four. Matt's team, you came in with twenty five. Oh, one more. And Jack's team, you came in with twenty two. Total miles ran Rob, your team. Get a pen and paper, my lad. Get an animal, give it a stroke. Rob, your team came in at 1708.43. Big numbers here, lads, big numbers. Matt, your team came in at 1617.04. Oof. Jack, your team came in at one. We have Bronze, Matt, Silver, Jack, Gold, Rob. Will they stay that way? Oh God, the fan's looking in the window. I'm just going to hide under this rug made of a skunk.
0: It's all gone quiet over there. It's all gone quiet over there. Let
1: him have his moment, Jack. Yeah.
7: Yeah. I took back what I said, Matt, you're a great captain. You'll come back, I know you will.
0: <laughs> no, you're I'm, gone. <laughs> I'm gone. You were meant to be on my side. We got yeah. him.
1: Yeah, but
7: Matt Matt never used to come on singing. Oh no, wait, he did. He did Matt bloat. A lot.
0: always comes on singing. What are you talking about? Tell of all he's got.
7: I was just going if I won, I was just gonna come on with my hand out, ready for a hand a virtual handshake with you both and be very uh, very modest about it all. <laughs>
0: It's not too far ahead, though, is it? To be fair, no. quite
7: close
0: it was close very back. close. It but is very, very close, isn't it? So we've got um like 60 70 miles in it.
7: Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were seventeen hundred and eight, and Rob was sixteen hundred and seventeen, and I was sixteen hundred and thirty-six. So
0: literally nine, ninety the in it. All within 100 wow. miles. Wow. Great first week. Well done, everyone. Most importantly, Rob Eds, Matt Bikes, Jackasses. good Mm. first week good first week um dead happy to be in in the lead i I didn't i wasn't in the lead that often last time i was always chasing you (laughs) so i am buzzing i am buzzing um well done rob eds great job um and good to see consistent numbers with the jokes as well um sort of in the 20s each each of us so that was great and seeing that engagement it's great to see everyone doing the um uh the, the what the fart like week two uh, what am I trying to say pump crawl pump nice. roll week yeah, pump the, yeah. All
1: the for that.
0: Yeah. yeah loving to see people getting involved. That's gonna be a big big swing, isn't it, with the hundred yeah, bonus miles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So uh yeah, looking forward to seeing how we finish that one. However, Chappies, um do you want me to give you a lose update for what's happening in week three? Yeah.
7: Oh yes please.
0: Okay. So uh we had quite a a, a big week. This week with uh, Pub Crawl Week, people would have been out. Some of the guys have gone out every single day by the looks of things really got into it. So we thought we'll pull it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. We'll simplify it. Everyone's got lives. The world's opening up again. <laughs> um, so this week is going to be hashtag WTF Fly Your Flag Week. Wow. Okay. Yeah? Nice. Fly your nice. flag. Right? I'll tell you what I mean. It's dead, dead simple. All right? What's your team colours, Matt? Blue. What's your team colours, Jack?
7: Yellow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, let's move on from that one. And um, my team colours are red, OK? So here's what I need to see. I just want you to go out. Rob heads. I want you to go out for a run wearing something red. Oh, it is simple. Simple, simple. Matt Fags, oh. I want you to out in something. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, And says I want to see you going out wearing something yellow, yellow, (laughs) yellow. Um, yeah, dead simple five bonus miles if you go out in your team colors this week. Easy, fly your flight. Nice one.
7: If I don't have a yellow top, can I put yellow body paint on? Is that allowed?
0: Absolutely, brilliant, (laughs) yeah, 100%. In fact. In fact, in fact, I will go as far as to say that it is as simple as wearing your team colours, mm. right? However, if you're feeling creative, yeah, right. if you think that you can do something with that statement, were red, were blue, were yellow, if you think that you can do something out of the box, right. then have a go. Yeah? Mm. Lou is gonna pick her favourite. Right. And that person will get a 50-mile bonus.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, oh
7: that's good.
0: Come on. Come on, Matt Baggs. We're good at thinking out of the box.
7: Come on, Jack asses. Someone dressed up as a yellow pearl.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go as a blueberry.
0: Of... <laughs> what? Uh, uh, Willy Wonka? <laughs> <Yeah>.
7: <laughs> Patrick. He is quite short <laughs> as well, so it will work. It <laughs> will
0: work. All right, Jack. Um, <laughs> I can not Um... Uh, so yeah, so that that, that work, yes. Yeah, so oh, ev- everyone gets five miles if you just wear your team colours. But if you fancy doing something creative, let us know and Lou will pick the most creative mm-hmm. one for 50 miles, and that's a big swing given how close everything's been. Oh wow, yeah,
7: mm-hmm. Good. that is big.
0: Thinking caps on, Pete. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. All right. Dreams can come
1: true. Stepman John's been dreaming about you. What
0: are you on about? He's not here. It's a voice now. Oh yeah, he has, hasn't he? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, good point actually, Mafu. Good good song as well. I liked it. It was a good you just went for it, didn't you? It yeah. Right.
1: Um
0: yeah, so last week Statman John had a dream. I feel terrible saying Statman John had a dream, like it's some kind of big like he what? had a dream. Like some kind of like Martin Luther King-esque statement, but it wasn't, he was dreaming about what's it. Um but no, Statman John had a dream. And he dreamt about some members of our fat like family. And it went down really well. The people who were in it seemed really, really proud to have been part of that dream. So uh, he's
3: had another dream, hasn't he? <laughs>
0: yes,
1: he has. yeah. He sent the uh, uh, the voice clip in for the for the dream, and it's it's another
0: cork. I'm sure he'll love. it. <laughs> uh, Jack, do you want to play Statman John's dream and see who was in it this week?
2: Let's. It's safe. I'm gonna tell you about my dream. They're getting crazier. I swear. So, it was dark. It was a dark night. And I was the sky. Just floating on my back. I was the sky. And I was holding the stars with my sweat. When suddenly, the moon, it was a full moon. It turned and it had a face. I looked deep in its eyes and I realised the face was at running Fernando's. We laughed. (laughs) Next thing I know, I'm cleaning a dolphin's brow with my tongue and rest, run, eat, repeat was helping me. Tongue like silk, the man. Just as I thought this cannot get any weirder, there I was having lunch with Cher. Across the table from me, I noticed that Marco Del Watsio was curled up like a cat in her belly button. Just as we locked eyes, I woke up. Mad. Mad dream.
0: Do you, know, do you know what the, the... only bad bit about getting it as a voice note is that you cannot hear how much we are falling about laughing listening to that absolute nonsense that comes out of that man's brain. Oh,
1: God. You can't even make it up, that stuff, can you? Where,
0: where does it come from? I don't know. Jesus. An, an enigma wrapped in a riddle, and um, I think that is quickly going to end up somehow... Uh, becoming the best segment we've ever done is uh, is people waiting with bated breath to find out if they were in Statman John's incredible dream. Uh, Jack, what did you think of the dream?
7: Oh, I couldn't get myself off mute and That was a real big nightmare. I thought his dreams were very good. And I think the thing about Statman John is his dreams are so elaborate and slightly crazy that I think I am a little bit jealous of him because I, li- I have a dream about, say, me driving a Formula One car or something and think it's really cool. And he's dreaming about, God knows, anything crazy and wonderful.
0: I don't really know where to go with that, Jack.
7: Well I'm jealous like, of Statman? I'd
1: aspire to be in one of his dreams, I think. I, yeah, mm. I would definitely. I would, I would, I would, I would love
7: uh, to. I don't think he trusts me enough he,
0: yet. I, yeah, he doesn't trust you, mate. You're not going to be in his dream. You're not in the inner circle.
7: No, I, I'm working on it
0: working on making a
7: pal out of him yes if 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 he let me into his inner circle then i will but i won't push it because i know he's a he very will sensitive let soul
0: into his... <laughs> if he will what
7: I, I don't know if he'll let me in because he's a sensitive soul so no, i don't want to push him wait
0: wait, wait 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 wait, wait. Oh. he's gonna let you into his inner circle is he uh, are you gonna enter his inner circle
7: that was smart i'd love to enter his inner circle <laughs> with pleasure
0: <laughs> <One week. laughs> and, that's, and that's the next t-shirt I
2: um
0: brilliant so guys that is week one done it's in the bank uh, slender lead for me but everybody of course um is close and there's plenty to play for um before we move on though last but not least are you going to use your golden button for week two oh, um, three week three i've used it for week one so i can't no you've not i cannot Explain to you how much you are not getting your miles for week one doubled. Like, it's getting to the point where I'm not even finding it funny anymore because I thought it was a bit of a joke, but you keep texting me about it.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm going to release the voice note of you begging me to let you use week one.
7: <laughs> the multiple voice notes. There's not just been one. There's been no. mu- yeah. Multiple
0: no, I don't voice. want to use the golden button. Jack, do you want to use golden button for week three?
7: No, I won't use it. I'm keeping mine in my pocket
0: good idea and i am keeping mine in my pocket too okay so uh uh, last but not least on this one uh if anybody does we have had some um people join in after the start um so if you if you listen to this and you think i'd really like to get involved in uh summer showdown we'll get on a team even if it's a week in two weeks in five weeks in we'll get you involved just hit us up uh website Whatthefaultid.com. You can send us a message on there, or you can DM us on social media. Instagram is the one we use most, but we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Just let us know. Um, Come and come and we'll get you on a team and come and be a part of it. Join the madness. We're not far off 50 people per team at the moment, so yeah, yeah, we're happy happy to take more people. It's free, it's fun. Um, Try and get uh, the running community a little bit more engaged and a little bit closer together. So that is us done with that.
1: covered Have you got a good news story for me today, please, Matthew? Oh! Before you doing that, you should you should tell people to turn the volume down a little bit on the on the phones or the. the they know.
7: The I uh, they, removed. I had to remove my headphones just in case.
1: <laughs> yes. Welcome. I do have a good news story this week. I found it on Runners World. So a, a chap over in America called Lind uh, was cycling. On his bike, training for the uh, Ironman Arizona, um, when uh, a chap in front of him braked harsh in a car, and he didn't have time to to brake, and he, he went went headfirst into into the car. Um, he had no feeling in his legs, couldn't move. Um, it damaged his spinal cord. Uh, he spent a month in hospital, uh, trying every day to just to move wheel his toes, and he couldn't do that. Uh, and then one month in. He, uh, he managed to, to move his toes, and he obviously burst out crying because obviously it's a, it's, it's a big thing to come through. Um, eight months in rehab, uh, learning to stand, um, worked hard and built up the strength and the courage and the power to run a marathon in 2016. So only two years later, which is incredible in itself. But he really wanted to do a, a triathlon; that was his main main goal. And obviously, we we're training for the Ironman uh, previously. And he was lucky enough to get into the New York City try, uh, which happened in, on the 11th of July, so just gone. Uh, and he's managed to, to, to run his first triathlon uh, since 2014 after suffering a spinal cord injury. So uh, Carl Lind of America, uh, Arizona. You are our running hero of the week. We
0: salute you. We do salute you. You know who that reminds me of, that story? Oh, that had Andy Bradley vibes, didn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah,
1: it did, yeah. Our yeah. own Andy Bradley. Yes. Who's
0: in a frame, and come out the back of it, yeah. A, a stronger yeah. Person Sla- Slightly different, but the idea of rehabbing and going yeah. back stronger is that's an Andy Bradley story. Is, that. Yeah. Yeah. I always love bringing up Andy Bradley whenever yeah. I can because I love him. Uh, right, I think that's about it in terms of content for today. But we've got to get some thank yous out of the way, mafu. Who have we got to say thank you? Thank
1: you, thank you for the wildest story.
0: Oh, um, Dave, yes, run <laughs> Dave underscore run. Go and give him a follow. Wildy Nation, represent <laughs> in the house. Uh, Graham Lindley! I'm going to rock that uh, guitar out. I'm
1: going to get that guitar so, then. No, I'll play no. Twinkle Twinkle or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, thank you to Austin Shepherd, Roberto Orr, and Jenna Wilkinson for their chat with the Marathon Roundtable. Awesome stuff in that. And like I said, go back to their, their episodes in their own right and,
0: uh, and give them a listen. I'll just give you a bit of knowledge. Series three, episode seven. Yep. If you want to uh, check out Roberto Awar. Uh, series two, episode seven. If you want to hear Jenna Wilkinson. And series one, episode se- six. <laughs> ruined, ruined <laughs> the symmetry, <laughs> Austin. You didn't plan this, did you? No. Uh, series one, episode six for Austin. Go and check those guys Just out. I mean, stuff. Fun. But thank you to them all great for being fun. great guests.
1: Uh, anybody else we got to say thank you to?
0: Thanks, thanks to. Statman like John, of course. Obviously, uh, Lou absent, but still uh, in the background yeah, awesome. doing a lot of hard work for us. So thank you to Lou. Yeah, Jack. Now uh, nah, stop. Yeah, thanking thank him, he's thank you, Jack.
1: rubbish.
7: Oh, thanks, Matt. I love you. <laughs>
1: thanks. Thanks. We're gonna lose with me this week, man. We'll get him back.
0: Uh, I think that's about it, isn't it, mate? Ooh, yes. Who've we got? Do you know who we've got on the show I next haven't, week?
1: you have homework. you not done your
0: homework. Do you want me to tell you who we've got on the show Please. next week? We have got the lady with the best name in all the land. Miss Nikki Love. Nikki Love. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. Yes, Nikki is incredible. She, yeah, an Aussie, uh, has been taking on some amazing challenges. Over recent years, she's an endurance runner. Um, She has been running across countries. Um, She has been, she was aiming to run 100 marathons in 100 days. And um, we talk all about that. She's had some setbacks, some knockbacks, um, but also some huge accomplishments and some big things in plan. And she is absolutely lovely. We also got into the fact that her son has just moved to Sheffield. So I started trying to like give her advice of places to drink. Like I'm not a 35 year old man who would not drink in any of the same places as like a, a cool 18 year old student. And I was like, yeah, tell him to go here. And she was like being that polite. Like, yeah, I suppose so. Um, she'll never tell him. Uh, but yes, we got Nikki on. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, can't wait for that episode. Make sure you check it out. Um, No after the finish line this week, though, Jack, is there?
7: No after the finish line, I'm afraid. I'm a very, very, very busy man. So it's going to be on hold for a little bit. And my velvet blazer will be getting a nice wash in the laundrette and dry cleaning. Ready for when I return. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I think that hmm, its isn't it? That is about it, yes. Yeah. So, nothing left to be said to say. May your runs continue to be wonderful. Be excellent to each other. Thank you so much to everyone who's taken part in the summer showdown. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who's listened. Um, please do give us a follow. Uh, social media just search What the Fart Like podcast. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We are on YouTube. Uh, we also have our own brand new website, www.whatthefartlike.com. If you don't want to give me a follow, I'm at Little Run by Rob. Yeah, and I'm at Matty Penfold.
7: And I'm at Jack Penfold Running.
0: And I'm at Jack Penfold Running. Such so a little swat in it.
7: That's about 11 weeks on the bounce now. I've got that correct.
0: Mm, look at me. I can say my own name. <laughs> um, Anyway, we love you. We'll see you next week. It's been a good one. I need to go to bed. I'm a bit drunk about work tomorrow. It's a bad time.
3: Now. Peace!